0: Episode 4, Crypto Chimps.
1: Alright, and we're back. Shout out really quick to Corey for helping out with the drum track on there on the jingle. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. So today we're talking about cryptocurrency.
0: Cryptocurrency. Yeah, the okay. future. For, for those of us who don't really understand the concept of what cryptocurrency <laughs> entails, can you give us a cursory understanding of...
1: Yes. So so cryptocurrency basically involves a a, a documented online trade of of a electronic currency from one person to another based on, like, a digital wallet system or something equivalent to that, like they use on Bitcoin. And the cool thing about cryptocurrency and why people think it can change the world, potentially, is that everything is documented. You can see a, a begin user and an end user off every transaction. So you, like, theoretically, anyways, no money goes unaccounted for, right?
0: So it's like online banking.
1: Online banking, yeah. And some really cool stuff uh is that people think that eventually won't we won't need lawyers anymore because the same system used for cryptocurrency like bitcoin like transactions can be used for the legal system because you can just say you know person 1 wants this result is that and everything just is very easily documented and eventually like they think it'll kind of lead to a level of transparency to like, that won't be necessary anymore, which I think is kind of awesome.
0: Well, so that's fine for documenting, but then you got he said, she said. I mean...
1: Yeah, I, I, I like, again, it's a theory. I don't know how it'd actually be handled, but it's a cool theory.
0: Actually, so there's a lot of controversy regarding that. Um, most notably, there was, like, a... There was that one point-some-odd 1000000 dollars worth of Bitcoin just went missing?
1: Yeah, right, for, from the uh, from the Magic the Gathering trading. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, so... It Mount Gox. Mm-hmm. God, Mount Gox.
0: Kind of awesome, kind of hilarious, kind of tragic at the same time. So, yeah, I mean, it's just things like that where they promise this non inflationary currency.
1: Well, it's actually a deflationary currency, Bitcoin. Because, cause like, the it's, whole point
0: is it, it's anti inflation. Right. Uh, it has a maximum value that once it reaches that maximum value for the entire yeah, ecosystem, a- everybody, then theoretically, you know, the no more is added, none is removed. Uh, the only problem is there is stuff removed. This yes. one point million dollars, or the, the equivalent of one point million dollars in Bitcoin. Yeah, it's like uh, a thousand it,
1: something Bitcoins, something like that. Yeah,
0: that went missing because it was transfer. So, somebody hacked the you know security keys or whatever, and then managed to transfer that value into their account. And problem is nobody's seen it since. Right. Reason being is because they have that the checks and balances the yeah send and receive receipts. And so nobody really wants to fess up to it, so it's just never going to come back,
1: right? And it's just going to go unaccounted for. It, which means I think that the wizard the Bitcoin cap is like twenty one thousand total, and once it reaches twenty one thousand, then everything just deflates, right? Because like then a hundredth of a Bitcoin will eventually become the equivalent to a thousandth of a Bitcoin, and then it'll get into like micro transactions mm-hmm. after that.
0: Well, so you got all these yeah. people that are investing in, like, these big mining rigs. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's the main thing about Bitcoin is, like, you do not create Bitcoin. Uh, it's based on entirely on a series of calculations that are really f- complex. Yeah,
1: like, you need, like, multi, multi-core multi processors just to, like,
0: handle that kind of stuff. People are actually setting up multi-GPU units because GPUs yeah. are better at parallel processing. That um, is awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, so basically these people are investing uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars... Collectively. Mi- I mean, right, uh, across yeah. the entire mining right. community. Hundred thousand yeah. dollars not only in the hardware, but just the electricity to run these things. Yeah. And the utility. Bitcoin they reap from it, they only get like a fraction, like a very small fraction of what their expense is to actually acquire this stuff.
1: Yeah, I, I have no idea like what the collective Bitcoin is at now. Like last time I heard it's it's in the tens of thousands, so it's it's reaching the twenty one thousand cap, but I, I don't know how far off that is.
0: So early on, you yeah. were promised a pretty decent return if you were to start mining. Now that everyone's jumping on the bandwagon, I mean, you're yeah, it is micro. Yeah, yeah, it, it's one of those things where I just don't understand how the ecosystem is really going to like until it reaches an adoption rate. Yes, yeah, comparable totally. to online banking. I would assume that you know, it, I don't see it being a very competitive space yet. It,
1: it's good to have a healthy degree of skepticism. I I, I do think so because ultimately Bitcoin is so it's still relatively new, mm-hmm. even though it's been. Fairly out of all the cryptocurrencies, it's the one that's been the most widely adopted and the most widely publicized, let's keep in mind.
0: Well, so one of my problems yeah. and one of the problems that everyone else keeps like throwing back in everyone's face is uh the problem with security. So you have you keep this concept of getting your wallet hacked. Yeah. yeah, okay. So there's this concept of a Bitcoin wallet, which is just a online collection of keys that associate yeah. to a value of Bitcoin. Right. Um, and this collective wallet kind of just... It, it's basically the same thing as holding a monetary value of your online bank account. Uh, you can then, you know, issue transactions against it and issue deposits against it, just like a normal wallet, putting money in and out of it. And then it has that list of receipts for transactions that you've either debited or credited to your account, and such and so forth. Um, the problem is these, uh, these keys... I don't know exactly how robust this key system is:
1: Yeah, a lot of people are having a similar worry because especially after the whole mountain gox collapse and now all of a sudden, thousand whatever bitcoins go missing entirely, it's kind of crazy. So we, we, I, we actually did a little bit of research, and we found that there are bi- there are alternative Bitcoin wallets, so like if you go to create a new wallet, right, you have like 10 options that you can like choose between and there's one called Armory and Armory claims to be uh to have like many levels of security for heavily invested bitcoin users so that you can actually go in there you can set up like multiple passwords and like all kinds of other stuff and supposedly uh, like it, it's not guaranteeing anything but at the same time it's saying that you know if you use Armory then it's going to be very difficult anyways uh, get your money stolen mm-hmm. uh, versus like other like lighter weight bitcoin wallets uh, for like mobile users
0: well so it's just it's another one of those things where it's like a central bitcoin wallet or a central bitcoin bank yeah that's got to be hosted somewhere yeah it does and then it's the same problem you have with a lot of these denial of service attacks uh distributed denial of service attacks, all of those things so like what's to stop somebody like uh i, I wouldn't say anonymous would do this because it's not really their bag but say some uh cyber hacker or something like that just comes out of nowhere and just decides, I'm going to take down Bitcoin today. Well, could it happen? I think Bitcoin at this point is too decentralized. But they, they can probably take out a fraction of Bitcoin. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I'm concerned about. Like, right. uh, the whole Mount Grox thing. That was a significant chunk of Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And, uh, that, that was
1: like, well, let's do the math. That was like five, 5% five of the total Bitcoins at the time. just gone. No, that, that'd be overall. Well, no, it'd be more at the time. Like, if they took out a 1,000-something... Out of a total of twenty-one thousand. See, then, that's another thing: yeah. is like
0: the amount of Bitcoin you have. Theoretically, that value depreciates over time. Yeah, Well yeah, until it reaches that maximum. I mean, there's really no incentive for me to you know jump on the whole thing. Yeah, I I really don't know because everybody was
1: you know when, when Bitcoin hit a thousand dollars, everybody was oh how is this currency worth so much? Like, because mm-hmm. a lot of people hadn't even heard of, of Bitcoin until suddenly it became worth a lot. Well, so that's yeah. the
0: thing: is like why is our money worth anything
1: well it's just kind of a federally backed like uh, promise of sorts right It's, 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 it's FDIC insured
0: and that's kind of like no 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 your bank account is FDIC insured your money your paper money right the actual money what gives that value uh
1: you know like people people yeah well it's basically like putting your faith you know in one thing versus another and I, think that, I think that's kind of like how cryptocurrency began because people are like, why put your faith in this when you can put your faith in something like cryptocurrency?
0: Cryptocurrency, it works in the concept of uh, online transactions very easily. It's a web-based service. You can basically just go into any website that accepts it and just immediately set up a transaction and pay for goods that way. Yeah, totally. uh, In the real world, it's a little bit trickier than that because you've got people that don't have those accessibilities at storefronts. Brick and mortar stores right. haven't adopted it very well yet.
1: Well, some some have, but it's mostly like tablet based and yeah. they'll have people like check out. Yeah.
0: Well, so Square, yeah. I could see Square being a very. Efficient means of processing cryptocurrency, right. but then at that point you have cards, which kind of breaks the chain. You could, unless I'm just you know that
1: I you don't. Know, I, I, I think that would totally work. But the problem with Bitcoin though is that like you give somebody like a hundred, like like one one hundredth of a Bitcoin, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say today that's worth like maybe a hundred bucks, maybe probably a little high. Uh, and then like next week, right? That suddenly a thousandth of a Bitcoin becomes worth a hundred bucks because they hit the twenty one thousand mark or whatever. And then, next thing you know, somebody gave you 100 bucks in Bitcoin. That's already worth 1000 bucks just because it hit the market cap. And at that point, I think you'd probably see a decrease again. Because once one one-thousandth becomes worth that, then people are using smaller and smaller denominations of Bitcoins to make regular transactions, right? So what would have once cost you one one-hundredth of a Bitcoin now costs you probably like one ten-thousandth of a Bitcoin just because it's more widely used. Right. So so check
0: this out. The number of people currently using Bitcoin, probably a few hundred thousand, maybe a million people, people—yeah, across the globe at least, they're currently in a market where there's very little saturation. It's increasing. But what happens when that 21,000 Bitcoin is eventually spread over the entire population? Like it becomes the new global currency.
1: In theory. But I, I really don't know if Bitcoin could become the global currency, but it could. I, I, I could see it becoming, like, one of the currencies. I could see it becoming just, like, the de facto.
0: Ultimately, I think greed is the greatest enemy in this whole thing. It could be. We could get on a whole other topic about greed and how <laughs> it kind of plays into yeah. modern-day society. But at the same time, it's like, what's to stop somebody from being like, I want all the Bitcoin? Because I'm special. Well,
1: I, I like even more than that, though. I could totally see like like the Federal Trade Commission getting together and basically saying like, okay, we're no longer accepting bitcoins because dollars, uh, euros, and yen or something like that are now like the, you know, are like the de facto currencies, and we can't have bitcoin up
0: amongst those. So, I don't well, know. I mean, yeah, you could have governments that are just like, no, nope, yeah. we're not doing this. What's going to stop them? Well, the only thing they could do is, you know, tell the ISPs to be like, hey, block access to Bitcoin. Okay. So going to proxy.
1: Yeah. Or or you could like face a, face a fine if
0: you accept Bitcoin at whatever.
1: Yeah. If you're like a shop.
0: See, now that's just yeah. wrong.
1: It would be wrong. Cause
0: that's, uh, that's, uh, I think that goes against federal trade agreements.
1: It could, actually, it could, it could be a little bit tyrannical. You know? I,
0: I really don't think they could do that.
1: That's, well, hey, there's one good thing, right? And that Bitcoin will live on. This is why live, we need lawyers. Live on. I don't know. Well, like,
0: somebody somebody Uh, makes... uh, Until this thing becomes more normalized. Yeah,
1: right. So uh, let's talk about um, other cryptocurrencies. So we got Dogecoin and and Litecoin and other, like, more smaller. They're kind of in the face of Bitcoin. They've risen up, and they've got a
0: pretty significant fan base now. I think Dogecoin is probably one of the more prolific. The amount of fans of Doge... It's awesome. Well, he was a meme first. It was a meme. Yeah, and right. actually, the story behind that dog is actually pretty awesome. But uh, the whole idea that a picture could ultimately become a NASCAR yeah. and become a currency—that that's yeah, it's powerful and stuff. And it's sponsored. The sponsored or...
1: sponsor the Jamaican blood uh, bobsled team. There we go. Bobsled team. Blood sled team. New new sport. Uh, <laughs> Bobsledding. Yeah.
0: the that that's the new uh, Death Clock Christmas album song. <laughs> And Brendan uh, Smalls, if you want to talk about it, we're we're open. Yep.
1: Yeah. So the Sled team, and yeah, they they got on the NASCAR, which is pretty impressive in itself. Like that's I don't even know how they got that sponsor deal, but kind of cool. Yeah. So I I think this shows you the power of cryptocurrency. So even beyond like you know Bitcoin levels of you know everybody knows about Bitcoin now, right? Uh, and then Litecoin, in its own regard, is now a pretty decently valued cryptocurrency too. I, I think that they were at least for a while the number 2 cryptocurrency. I haven't really
0: looked into it much. So here's my question. Yeah. These different cryptocurrencies, do they exist inside of the same ecosystem? Can I exchange dogecoin for bitcoin? I don't know if there's an exchange rate. And I want to say that, I
1: want to say that I'm not
0: even asking for an exchange rate. Can I basically invest in one wallet and then use that somewhere else? I want to say no. That'd be really cool if they could. See th- <laughs> this is where this is where our current monetary system kind of trumps it. The diversity of it. I think actually lends more credence to uh, how doge or how Bitcoin as a whole is going to evolve
1: yeah it's an evolution right so like at some point some dude's going to come along and make some sort of like multi-use wallet and at that point you know you can have Dogecoins, Litecoins and bitcoins and everything else in one wallet then- well, so I don't see
0: why they can't just go ahead and lump all of that into one giant thing because at that point you have one it's kind of like having a globally decentralized bank. Yeah, I think moving in yeah. that direction would be good because at that point you don't have this problem of like we can't do anything about it because we don't know where that transaction happened or this wasn't, you know, committed through our bank or we did not authorize this on our side or whatever. And for whatever, there's this displacement of blame in the current banking system that causes this kind of thing. I think
1: that's what directly resulted in cryptocurrencies.
0: Cryptocurrencies is kind of born out of this idea of having a decentralized banking system. Right. Which is a good idea, but the implementation of it so far has been kind of lackluster in my opinion. I'm not seeing a whole lot of the problems being corrected right off the bat because we still have theft. But right, um,
1: I want to I consider one thing, though, and that's, like, let, let's take – if we can remember back to the glory days of, like, 1991. Where uh, everyone had cash. Not, not even that, but I was going to say with Microsoft. And when you think about, like, the early days, like Microsoft Word and some of those applications that we now use, you know, for everything, like, they looked – An 8-bit Nintendo game. Seriously. Well, that was
0: just due to the hardware. I'm not talking about, like, how well polished it is versus how functional it actually becomes. It's more of an issue of when I go somewhere to perform a transaction, do I have the right currency? Does this retailer offer uh, this acceptance? uh Do they accept this currency? Right. Whereas with, you know, U.S. dollar, I can basically use that anywhere because it's a... So when
1: you say there's like competition, it would like, like, kind of lends itself to that. Cause this of-
0: competition kind of breaks apart the whole concept of a free economy. At that point, you're investing in certain economies.
1: Well, you're investing in certain retailers because they accept your desired, form right? And what of you're doing is you're building yeah.
0: three. You're building multiple economies at that point. Yeah. Because then it's like the retailer has to manage, you know, umpteen Bitcoin. Right. They got they got their own wallets they got to manage. Right. And then everyone has their wallets they got to manage. I mean, I, I think it ultimately needs to come down to there needs to be one major cryptocurrency that everyone uses.
1: And then everybody got to trade amongst that. Well, or, or they need to establish a set rate where it's like you come to me today with like a thousand litecoins and I'll give you this many. Bitcoin. Bitcoin's no, no, no! It no. needs to
0: be a one-to-one system.
1: Uh, well, we'll see if we ever get to that point. Well, I don't, like I, I don't, I don't know, know
0: what the value of a bitcoin is in U.S. dollar, because I, well, it, I don't know. It constantly it really fluctuates. Does. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's like – it comes down to this thing where it's like, well, OK, ultimately the smelting factories that produce the materials that are used to make half the shit that I'm buying, when they accept Bitcoin, I'm sure that will be a more feasible economy. Well, Tiger um,
1: Direct does, So you could still – Well, Tiger
0: you, Direct does because they're progressive like that. But they don't actually directly manufacture their goods. Uh-huh. They're That's a true. reseller. They're a reseller, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking in terms of the manufacturers of the raw materials. Got it. The aluminum people, the right. steel people, the semiconductor people.
1: Yeah, that, that's a whole that's a whole other ball game to get them to get on board.
0: Eventually, you'll need to move over. Everyone will need to move over to that, and I don't see that happening for you know a decade. At yeah, least.
1: At, at least. Yeah, I, I don't see them getting to a position where you can actually like. Well, one, you have, you have to get Bitcoin to a stable rate because right now it's just it's too volatile. We like, also got to get it to
0: yeah. a secure standpoint where and you know, has to be secure. That's right. I, I don't need like uh, Samsung reporting that you know seventy thousand Bitcoin were stolen out of their account, even though that they did never happen. hit that value. Right. But, yeah,
1: yeah, even if they did, though, that'd be crazy.
0: I also don't know that the value of Bitcoin really lends itself to... Because it sounds like it's more of a consumer-grade currency. It, it's not really optimized for business or enterprise or what we consider big business. Right. Um, and I think that ultimately is going to lead to lobbyists kind of promoting legislation saying like, oh, we don't have to accept this currency if we don't want to. Right. Which, you know, that, that's a free market idea. And I think it lends itself to that. But at the same time, it still comes down to who's got the most Bitcoin. It would. And I think businesses would ultimately win out in that regard. Just, like,
1: buy out of the Bitcoin and monopolize, the, yeah. It, it's definitely possible. Yeah, like, I, ultimately, I, I think, if anything, we're going to look back on Bitcoin as kind of a learning curve. And we're mm-hmm. we're going to see Bitcoin, we're going to see where it worked and where it failed. And even if it does ultimately fail, we will make version 2.0, 3.0, and it'll be, like, make up for all the loss. I think eventually we're going to get to the point to where cryptocurrency will become a standard. Now, I don't know how far out that it is. I don't know what form it's going to be in, but Well, well so the we'll first kind of Bitcoin
0: ATM went into Austin, Texas the other day, like a while ago. That's was
1: exciting. I actually saw it the other day. I think day. at that
0: point it became real to a lot of people. Yeah,
1: I saw it. It was It was actually, it, it looks like a regular ATM, like nothing too out of the ordinary.
0: Well, there's really nothing to change there. It's just, you know, you're converting one currency into another. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's it kind of cool though. Yeah. I, don't I still even... don't know how I feel about establishing an account through an ATM, though. That's kind of weird.
1: Yeah. Well, you're, you effectively an online wallet and you kind of like go and you plug in your wallet and then from there you can just do your transaction.
0: Right. Well, yeah. they actually allow you, it's kind of like a kiosk. You can actually yeah. go in and establish a wallet. Right. Uh, you put in your credentials and then it gives you some data back. It's a public-facing interface and that's one thing that really bothers me is someone could theoretically come along and hack it. I just learned the other day that uh, downtown if you have a Wi-Fi sniffing application on your phone you can actually sniff for ATM Wi-Fi spots whoa yeah they actually have a remote shell for that so you can actually uh, so you know technicians can come along and actually remote into the device uh, that way they don't have any external ports that are accessible yeah
1: that makes sense so not physical hacking
0: yeah yeah I mean, it's just one of those things I mean I'm sure this is old news for a lot of people but News to me.
1: Yeah, no, that that's news to me, too. I, I'm i obviously not up on the latest and greatest ATM hardware.
0: Actually, the latest and greatest ATM hardware is based on XP.
1: So they're still in the Stone Age. Awesome.
0: Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of fluctuation going on in the financial district. And technology is really kind of coming along and turning everyone in their ear.
1: Yeah. The Bitcoin ATM is definitely a bit of a game changer. Again, I certainly hope that more people use Bitcoin. and I, yeah, Even if Bitcoin ultimately just kind of becomes like a step towards like the ultimate cryptocurrency that's okay with me I think that the theory of cryptocurrency and the spirit behind it are ultimately what matters
0: another point I think it comes down to everyone envisions a big pile of money like ultimately having enough money where they can just create a giant pile of it and just sit there oh like in it Bad and just like sit on top of it <laughs> great scene cool. but more so our free market economy is kind of based around the idea like you work hard and you, you get to pay benefits out. yeah right not always true. No, far from um, it. Far from it. Our legal system kind of fucks that all up. But I don't know. I, I don't think that same thing kind of works because in order for this kind of currency to work, you got people who are too invested in hoarding as much as yes, they can. Yes, right. And this is very
1: um, it, well. It's not. It's not tangible. Right. It's online.
0: Yeah. I'm the kind of person that I'm just like. I've got money to spare. I can go ahead and you know buy something. Maybe I'll go and get those shoes that I've always wanted. But uh, yeah, I, I think you need to move everyone's thinking of money and value and remove that from status. So at that point, we're talking about
1: like a restructuring of society and just like what we define as... Well, like, you
0: need a completely different cultural mindset yeah. for this kind of thing to work. I think that whole connection between value and worth and status, right? Yeah, those are too tightly integrated. The rich and the powerful and the poor and the meek. It's definitely going to be a big curve and it's it's, a,
1: it's pretty progressive Like as far as like what we've seen because like, cause like well, let's think about the barter system it went from I have a cow you have something I want you trade like six sacks of grain I, I, I'll, I'll trade you my cow for your grain that's right yeah and then it turned into okay one cow is worth now this much gold coin because gold for whatever reason has value
0: and well then, gold was seen as a finite resource and therefore it had precious value
1: and therefore they can make money out of it mm-hmm. and then from there they're like alright I'll trade you gold, like this much gold for that much gold and they, and they said okay and
0: well and then, then, then they moved over to an IOU so. system and then yeah and then, then, so at that point they had banknotes.
1: And, and then it turned into what we now know as credit. Yeah. yeah and and then, then people now are all buying on credit. And, and then someone and,
0: came along and determined that, hey, you know, it'd be great. I could manage your money for you.
1: And then we charge interest rates. And now we're kinda of, but and now I think kinda so that's kinda of the progression of like what we know as money. And now we're looking at cryptocurrency, which is a completely different ball game. So it's going to take some adjustments. Well, at this
0: point, what it does is it puts the bank in your wallet. Yeah, and that's basically what everyone really needed. You don't need. There's no middleman. There's no bank. Right. So so it's
1: just one transaction to the other. So we're. I, if, I, if anything, we're kind of getting closer to that original
0: system of one for one. Yeah. The International Bank of Brantley. I like that.
1: Yeah, but and then all of a sudden it's a slippery slope. (laughs) Power like It's it's my money. Oh, right. Oh, like a personal right. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Yeah, my wallet
0: is the international bank of me.
1: Yeah, right. It's a representative of. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant actually opening a bank, and I was like, no, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa." (laughs) Like (laughs) Like I said, like I
0: said, no middleman.
1: Yeah. So if anything, cryptocurrency is kind of taking us back to like that early day. Yeah. All like one for one transaction. Okay. Now
0: now that I hear that out loud, I like that idea a lot better.
1: Yeah. Like I, I I think that was kind of the original idea all along. Was you know. We, we can be in charge of our own stuff. Okay? Mm-hmm. So yeah, cryptocurrency, I, I'm pretty optimistic. Even if, even if Bitcoin is not like the, the end-all be-all of, of cryptocurrency, I think it will certainly take us to the next level.
0: All right, guys. So that's our episode.
1: Yeah, tell us what you think. Um,
0: cryptocurrency. What do you like? What don't you like? Let us know. Bye, guys.